Hello and welcome back to another episode of Discipleship.ca. My name is Teresa and with me today is... Steve. Thanks for joining us as we have another discussion with the hope, prayer, and goal of encouraging you in your daily walk of faith and journey towards Christ-likeness as we explore scripture, faith, and the Christian life, as well as talking about what Jesus is teaching us on our own journeys of faith. Today we are in Psalm 18, and it's long, but I'm going to get Steve to read it because it's always good to listen to scripture. Yeah, we, uh, we, we suddenly are confronted with some of these psalms get long, but <laughs> we're going to read them. This the Lord the is my rock focused. and my fortress. I love you, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock and my fortress and my deliverer, my God, my rock, in whom I take refuge, my shield and the horn of my salvation, my stronghold. I call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised, and I am saved from my enemies. The cords of death encompassed me, and the torrents of destruction assailed me. The cords of Sheol entangled me, and the snare of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord. To my God, I cried for help. From his temple, he heard my voice, and my cry to him reached his ears. Then the earth reeled and rocked, and the foundations also of the mountains trembled and quaked because he was angry. Smoke went up from his nostrils and devoured devouring fire from his mouth. Glowing coals flamed forth from him. He bowed, and the heavens came down. Thick darkness was under his feet. He rode on a cherub and flew. He came swiftly on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his covering, his canopy around him. Thick clouds, dark with water, out of the brightness before him, hailstones and coals of fire broke through his clouds. The Lord also thundered in the heavens, and the Most High uttered his voice, hailstones and coals of fire. He sent out his arrows and scattered them. He flashed forth lightning and rooted them. Then the channels of the sea were seen, and the foundations of the world were laid bare. At your rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of your breath of your nostrils. He sent from on high. He took me. He drew me out from many waters. He rescued me from my strong enemy and from those who hated me, for they were too many, too mighty for me. He confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me into a broad place. He rescued me because he delighted in me. The Lord dealt with me according to my righteousness. According to the cleanliness of my hands, he rewarded me. For I have kept the ways of the Lord and have not wickedly departed from my God. For all his rules were before me, and his statutes I, I did not put away from me. I was blameless before him, and I kept myself from my guilt. So the Lord was has rewarded me according to my righteousness, according to the cleanliness of my hands in his sight. With the merciful you showed yourself merciful. With the blameless man you show yourself blameless. With the purified you show yourself pure. With the crooked you make yourself seem torturous. For you save a humble people, but the haughty eyes you bring down. For it is you who light my lamp. The Lord my God lights my, lightens my darkness. For by you I can run against a troop, and by my God I can leap over a wall. This God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. For who is God but Lord? And who is a rock except our God? The God who equipped me with strength and made my way blameless. He makes my feet like the feet of a deer and sets me secure on the heights. He trains my hands for war so that my arms can bend the bow of bronze. You have given me the shield of your salvation and your right hand supported me. Your gentleness made me great. You gave a wide place for my steps under me, and my feet did not slip. I pursued my enemies and overtook them. I did not turn back till they were consumed. I thrust them through so that they were not able to rise. They fell under my feet. For you equip me with the strength of the battle. You make those who rise against me sink under me. 
You made my enemies turn their backs to me, and those who hated me I destroyed. For I cried for help, but there was none to save. They cried to the Lord, but he did not answer them. I beat them fine as dust before the wind. I cast them out like the mire of the streets. You delivered me from the strife with the people. You made me for the head of the nations, people for whom I have known served me. I soon, As soon as they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreigners came cringing to me. Foreigners lost heart and came trembling out of their fortresses. The Lord lives, and blessed be my rock, and exalted to be the God of my salvation, the God who gave me vengeance and subdued peoples under me, who delivered me from my enemies. Yes, you exalted me above those who rose against me. You rescued me from the man of violence. For this I will praise you, O Lord, among the nations, and sing to your name. Great salvation he brings to his king, and shows steadfast love to his anointed, to David and his offspring forever. Thank you. So Psalm 18 was written when David was delivered from the hands of all his enemies and from the hand of Saul. He writes it to the Lord. So verse 1 to 3, we see that the Lord is worthy of love and praise. David here is pouring out his love, his worship, his thanks to God because he delivered him. The Lord saved him from his enemies. And we know that the Lord hears David's prayer. David waited and the Lord answered. We know that the Lord hears our prayers. We often wait. Sometimes we don't, but most of the time I find we do. And then he answers, maybe you're still waiting, but he hears you. Verse 4 to 6 talks about how David's death was near, destruction and snares of death all around him. He called on the Lord because he was distressed, and God heard him. God hears us when we call to him. And David tells us this over and over in the Psalms so far. We're only on 18, but we see over and over how David calls to the Lord. He's confident yeah. in his um, confident in his God that he hears him. I just sometimes he's that. like confident happy, and sometimes yeah. he's confident like you're getting fiery nostrils and flaming coals flung at you. Yeah, um, well, yeah. I think that that's us though too. Like, <coughs> I mean, David, I just love David so much because he's just so human and he shows us that it's okay to be human, you know, that it's okay to have those emotions the whole myriad of them that we do end yeah. up feeling like sometimes when we call out to God, we I, sometimes I do hear an edge to my voice at times when I'm like, I'm waiting. I have been waiting for, you know, some things it's years. Yeah. There's something that we're working through right now that it's been years yeah. and every day I crawl out to God and I'm waiting and I'm still waiting, but I know that he hears me. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see that um, God is worthy of our praise and that he hears yeah. us and that he delivers us. Um, when we go to verse 7, all the way to 18, we kind of see in there, um, it describes an intense, it reads as rage, yeah. right? God merely speaks and all of earth reacts to whatever he desires. Uh, yeah. It's a little terrifying, don't you think? Well, Like I some mean, of the imagery in I here. I mean, yes, but uh, I mean... <laughs> Smoke went up from his nostrils. The earth reeled and rocked. It's God's prerogative. The foundations. Right? The well, sun, the sun the rose today because yeah. God ordained it. Yeah. Right? Like he, he chooses these things. And we're looking out the window at sunshine. But, I mean, if God decides that it's not going to be sunny, it's not going to be nice, or there's yeah. going to be an earthquake, or there's going to, like, I, yeah. You, you yeah. understand that it's just God's providential grace that you have good days. Yes, that's right. Well, and it's it shows us here how it's just whatever I am. T- I have a timer set. Is that what you're worried about? 
Um, sorry. That's called breaking the fourth wall. Sorry. Hello, I'm people. Sorry. I just, you just keep leaning over. So I was like, are you okay? Um, we see that, that God, whatever he desires, whatever he speaks, happens. Right? Like yeah. he sent out his arrows and scattered them. He flashed forth lightning and routed them. The channels of the sea were seen and the foundation of the world laid bare. Like, amazing. And then we see that God had come to rescue his anointed one. I mean, he came with fury. So he has been waiting. David has been waiting and, and calling out to God to be rescued for, I don't know how long. We're at Psalm 18, but it's been for a while he's been chased. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one didn't have like a little to the no. choir master. Just says on the day that the Lord rescued him from the hands of all his enemies yeah. and from the hand and of Saul. The Saul, and I mean Saul has been chasing him for years at this point. Um, but when yeah. the Lord comes to rescue him, there is no one that can stand against him. When God moves, there is no yeah. one that can stand up yeah. to him. Yeah, absolutely. In verse 16, we read that he sent from on high, he took me and drew me out of many waters. Um, I just... I love that imagery, how God just takes him out, you know, like he rescued David in a mm -hmm. way that David could not rescue himself. Yeah. He was almost destroyed by his enemies, but instead his enemies were destroyed mm -hmm. and David was rescued. Yeah. And I mean, you, you, um, when you're being pulled out of the water, right, you're usually pretty helpless. Mm-hmm. Um, Totally. You're you, overcome you by it. You're tired. You it's can't like many waters, so not just do. this yeah. calm little placid, you know, pond or lake, right? It's yeah. like this idea that it's trying to overtake him and drag him under, but the Lord rescues him. Um, we see that the Lord is David's support. We see that the Lord is his strength and his comfort through all of this. I think what I love most is verse 19, when we ask, why did God rescue David? Because <laughs> he was delighted. Because he delights in him. And I just think that that is so, how often do we think that the Lord delights in us? Yeah. We delight in the Lord, but how often do we think that he delights in us? Yeah, it's, it's, it's not that, uh, it's not, I don't think it's super common. No, I don't think so to, either. To really think that God finds his delight in his children, yeah. in us. Yeah. And yet, as parents, um, I don't know if any of you are parents um, listening, but you do find delight in your mm. children. There is, and I mean, how much more does God find his delight in us? Yeah. Uh, I see verse 20 to 30. I, I see that this is kind of pointing to Jesus, you know? Um, Jesus, that is God's beloved whom he delights in. He delights in Jesus, mm. right? And Jesus is coming back. Yeah. Um, yes, it's David talking here. But again, with the foreshadow of the one who is blameless, the one who is without sin that will come and save us, David lays out why the Lord rescued him and why he delights in him. Now, we know that on this side of the cross, we know that Jesus is coming back, and we live in that reality, whereas David was just pointing to it, Yeah. right? Um, but we know that David was righteous before God. He had clean hands, and he was rewarded for that. He kept God's rules, his statutes, David was blameless. David was guiltless. And because mm -hmm. of this, the Lord rewarded him according to his righteousness. He was righteous in God's sight. And so even though David pleaded probably daily 
for God hmm. to rescue him? Yeah, I would, I would think so. Um, it was at this moment that it was God's time to rescue him yeah. and to scatter his enemies, to kill his enemies. Mm-hmm. So verse 25, it goes on to say that, pardon me, that with the merciful, God shows mercy. God is merciful. With the blameless, God shows himself blameless. With the purified, God is pure. Yeah, I like this whole section. I know. But with the crooked, so, you know, there's all of that. This is, you know, if you are merciful, blameless, and pure, God is better. Yeah, God shows mercy. He is blameless and he is pure. But with the crooked, it's very clear, he's torturous. And we see that. We know we see that in in the thunder and the lightning and the darkness and the hailstones and the coal. Like, we see all torturous if you ignore God, if you... Um, stray from him well, or the, defy it's the, him. It's the next verse. You, he saves the humble, but the haughty he brings down. Yeah, and right? we see so many times the haughty, the pride that we that God detests pride. We yeah. see that over and over in Scripture. In verse twenty-eight, we see where is it? Verse twenty-eight. For it is you who light my path. Mm. The Lord my God lightens my darkness. Yeah. So this is David just saying, God, you are my everything. You light my path. You show me the way to go. Yeah. And you... we, I mean, we take this for granted, okay. right? Like, we have flashlights. Yes. That, like, right. project light down right. the path. Like, David We have was... phones. I mean, forget flashlights. Well, we have phones. Yeah, but, I mean, you know, like, David's <laughs> yeah. talking about he would have had a to torch fire. or yeah. <laughs> whatever. And if you've ever tried to walk around with a torch and yeah. see what's going on, it's actually really hard because if you hold it out in front of yourself, all you see is the fire, right? Yeah. The dark. You actually have to hold it like behind you and illuminate your path. It's, right. it's uh, having walked with an actual real like flame torch. Okay. Is it it's not, all the shadows? It's and not all the... that easy. Like the okay. best place for it is like four inches behind your head. Oh, interesting. Like burning your hair. Okay. Like, cause yeah, it's yeah. got to throw the, but then your head is the shadow blocking it. Hmm. Whereas we have this luxury of these little devices in our hands and we can put the light right where we want it. Didn't work that way for them. Yeah. They didn't have a way to direct the light like that. So when when they say that God is a light to my path, mm-hmm. they're saying my path is lit up. Yeah, that's right. Because of you. Yes. They didn't have a way to do that apart from torch after torch after torch after torch. Right. They're saying God is like that. It's, yes. It's like the inconceivable... Hmm. Just light of a yeah. Of you a show road. me the way to go. Like street lights wasn't a deal in David's day. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah. It, no. Yeah, it is a big deal. Sometimes we don't we think about that, right? Sometimes we think about those things well, and realize it becomes, what they're saying. It becomes so by rote, right? God, yeah. Thy word is a lamp into my path, or you know, yeah. light. But but our our modern brain just you, it's hard for us to stop and think like David didn't flip a switch to turn a light on. No. David had to make a torch and light it. Yeah, and then keep and then it lit. Carry it around and <laughs> yeah. not like burn himself with it. You yeah. know, like there's a lot more to it than just what we we think in our modern mm-hmm. minds. It becomes powerful. You know, God is the one who lights his path, mm-hmm. shows him where to go, and gets rid of the darkness. I love yeah. that, right? The darkness um, where it says, uh, "For the lo- the Lord my God lightens my darkness." Yeah. I love that. Lightens my darkness. Like it's yeah. dark. I can't see. And you provide a way for me to see. Yeah. And we see here that David can do anything with God. He can mm-hmm. do the impossible. Run against a trap. Leap over a wall. Um, Troop. 
What? Sorry. Run against a troop. Oh, run against a troop. What did I say? Leap a trap. Oh, I see. Right. Run against that troop. <laughs> I'm sure. Run against a troop. A troop. No, because that troop is like that many more, not just him and one other guy. Yeah. He is. Uh, verse twenty nine is David is the original Avenger, right? He's just <laughs> the original Avenger. Run in or that moment in the end of the Lord of the Rings where they kind of look and go for Frodo and run into for the Frodo. right. This um, is, this there is was the no same. Avengers in Lord of the Rings. No, I'm saying like those. Oh, okay. There's also those moments where the Avengers run in and do their yeah, thing yeah, and they do their overwhelming thing. Overwhelming odds. David is the David's original. David's like in God, got it. <laughs> I like it. Um, verse thirty to forty brings us to where. It shows us that God will provide and give you what you need. I love 30. And then equip those that he calls. 30? Okay, I do love 32. This God, his way is perfect. Mm -hmm. The word of the Lord proves true. He is a shield for all those who take refuge in him. Yeah, so good. Like that, just this God, his way is perfect. This God, yeah. I mean, there's really not much more to add to that, is there? No. Um, He equips David with strength. He makes his way blameless, and he, he does the equipping. Yeah. Right, it's God who equips. It's God who makes the way. It's God who provides the um, the rescue. All of that is all mm. by God's will. Um, God makes it very clear that He exalts, He protects, and He gives victory to His anointed King here. Mm. And I think this is again where it points to Jesus, right? The anointed. Um, he is going to give be given victory over death. Yeah. Victory over sin, right? And yep. we, we know that on this side of the cross. We see how God delivered David's enemies to his hands, how he brought other nations to serve him, right? It says right here, you delivered me from strife with the people. You made me the head of the nations. Yep. Uh, people whom I had not known served me. As soon as they heard of me, they obeyed me. Foreigners came cringing to me. Foreigners lost heart and came trembling out of their fortress. So he's just saying, you know, God has delivered everything to me. Mm-hmm. He's delivered me from danger. He has dealt with my enemies, and now he is bringing people yeah. to serve me who I don't even know. Yep. All made, all done by yeah, the and Lord. Yeah, and if you go read the accounts of David, the mighty men were from everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, guys chose to be with David rather than stay with the country they were from. Right, yeah, the mighty men. The, I don't know as much about them as you do, but they're pretty amazing stories. No, they're just like... They're like so cool. Yeah, they're the, the coolest when you're when you're a, a high school guy trying saved. to sort things out, and you're like, what? "I'm a mighty man." There was an elite fighting force. Yeah, I'm going to be that guy. Sign me up. Sign me up. Could you imagine that life though? Wow. And living in caves, killing people, doing stuff for God is sounds eating like, off the land. Sounds yeah. like your camping trips in high school. Yeah. <laughs> Verse forty six to the end fifty, where David just starts to exalt the Lord how he starts to praise him. The Lord lives, blessed be my rock, the, and exalted be the God of my salvation, who gave me vengeance, who subdued peoples. He's just saying, you know, this is what you have done. For all this, I will praise you and sing to your name. Great salvation you bring. And to the, I love how David is now saying great salvation he brings to his king and shows steadfast love to his anointed, to David and his offspring. Not to me. He's yeah. just going to say, I'm going to name myself here now. Yeah. <laughs> I, do, I do love that, how David switches quite often. Yeah. Between him and then Israel even. Uh, when was the last time that you praised God because he is worthy of praise? For that reason alone, he is worthy. Regardless of what's going on in your life, do you praise him? Do you believe that he will and can rescue you? I want to encourage you to keep calling out to the Lord. Keep waiting on him if you're waiting for something or waiting for an answer. Keep waiting so you can be found blameless when he rescues you. 
He delights in you. He loves you. And he will cover you with his steadfast love, even if it means you have to wait. Even if it means you're uncomfortable. Even if it means you're not in the place that you would choose to be. Be confident that he hears you, that he sees you, and that he delights in you. Hmm. Okay, well, thanks for joining us for our conversation today. Uh, Just so you guys are aware, on Tuesdays, we have a new pod every Tuesday for a psalm. For every Thursday, there is a a conversation on just different issues and discipleship. And uh, coming in the the near future will be uh, a Saturday pod, which will be an interview with random people just on their understanding of what discipleship is and the one thing that they would love to be able to teach everybody. Um, so I'm excited about that and getting to interview mm-hmm. some some people. Um, so stay tuned for those. So soon we're going to switch to three pods a week, which should be fun for us. For you. Um, so thanks for joining us for our conversation today. If you've enjoyed the podcast, you can always subscribe, leave a like or comment on our social streams, or even tell others about us. We appreciate any help getting connected to people who are interested. As always, you can find us online at discipleship.ca and on Facebook and Instagram. Have a great day. Hope you can join us next time. Until next time.